friends, welcome to a mini series I'm doing with these daily Guinness episodes that I'm calling Write Shit Down. At its core, it's really just about the answer to the question I was asked in an interview recently. What's one of the greatest things you've ever learned by doing this podcast? Well, before I answer this, maybe I should back up. If you've been listening to these daily Guinness episodes, you've heard me say that I'm doing this with the hopes of putting into words what I think it means to live a curious life. As of right now, I personally define curiosity as simply um, like when awareness meets desire. Yeah, like becoming aware of something and then experiencing a desire to experience or learn more about it. If you take away one, you don't have curiosity. You can't be curious about something you're not, you're not aware of. If you don't have some sort of desire, then you're obviously not curious about it. To take this a little bit deeper, a little further, and maybe a little bit more personal for me, I believe, like currently right now, I would define living a curious life as the awareness of two truths that lead to an insatiable desire. So like the, this first truth is that the human experience we call life is a one-way trip and the amount of time we have here is limited and unknown. Second of all, it's the awareness that my experience, where I was born, the social structure I was born into, my journey is not shared by the entirety of humanity. Yeah, my experience is unique to me and there's a lot more out there. And like, if you really freaking believe these two things, I think it naturally, I'm, I'm not talking about like, yeah, okay, yeah, I believe it's true. I mean, no, like your core deeply you believe and are aware of these true things it just naturally leads to an insatiable desire to see hear smell taste talk to uh travel uh share and experience as much of humanity and the world as possible during our short time here now here's the deal and here's uh, like a problem i f- seem to have with the experiencing so many things and having so many conversations and having all this input these badass creative brains that you and i both have they're are wired for coming up with creative ideas and being present in the moment. But at least for me, it sometimes feels like my brain has a hard time storing all of it. Like there's so much input that I have a hard time remembering everything all the time. I mean, maybe if you're listening to this and you're someone who has a photographic memory or maybe if you're one of those people gifted with the ability to remember every single day and every single thing that's ever happened to you. Actually, I should maybe not even say gifted. The people that talk about that are usually referencing it to more of a curse than a gift. So let's just assume that you are someone like me uh, who is just like has normal brain capacity. Actually, sometimes I feel like I probably have I sometimes very feel very insecure, like I might have subnormal brain capacity. Specifically, I just don't have the greatest memory. Oh, uh, on this podcast, I remember having a conversation uh, with a buddy of mine, Bruce Balgard, and he has a similar thing and he calls it proper noun deficits. Like, you know, those moments like, oh man, I was just talking to, uh, what's his name? Or I was just watching that movie with, uh, you know, so-and-so who was in that movie. I mean, sometimes I think when I think about my brain, uh, I think, uh, and like trying to remember things and specifically like storing and reminding myself of all this. I think of my brain sometimes as, you know, have you ever been to like those, like an arcade, like an old Chuck E. Cheese where they had, the arcade was like you had a joystick and it had that claw that went down and then it picked up 
and you were, you had like aim it and it goes down and it grabs something, lifts it up and it takes it over and drops it like for the prize that you win. Sometimes I like think about my brain as one of uh, these machines and I think about the prizes and the toys at the bottom. Those are memories and things I've heard and experienced or overheard or watched something on TV or read in a book. That claw that moves around is essentially my search engine and recall ability. Like, okay, what was that one thing that's moving around? There's things I can do in my life that allow that claw and movement and its speed and its accuracy uh, to be able to recall things. There's things I can do at, tangibly that make that faster and easier. And uh, like things like diet, uh, like sleep is a big part of that. Um, there's a company called Onnit that makes a product called Alpha Brain. And the way, uh, if you've ever heard, listen to the podcast, you made it weird with Pete Holmes. He's the one that I originally heard it from. And he calls it like fish food for your brain. And sometimes when I use that in right scenarios, it just feels like the, sp- like the speed of that claw is just a little bit quicker at recalling things when I need it to. But where I want to start with all of this is simply strategies that I've found to help me categorize and essentially stock this machine. Listen, we live in a world where we are constantly overloaded with stimulation and input that there's no freaking possible way for us to remember and keep up with all of it without practical, easy, tangible ways of collecting, storing, searching, and referencing all the things that come our way that we find interesting and useful. By that, I mean this. I like reading, and when I read, I read a good mix of fiction and nonfiction, whether I'm reading the latest release from like someone say Adam Grant. By the way, if you haven't read his book Originals, unreal game changer for me. Or I'd like say or even say like I'm in the middle of a science fiction book. I need easy like easy way of taking notes and remembering the things I've read that doesn't uh, stumble me up and take me take like me take the joy of the reading process away from me. Like I'm not going to sit down and read a book with a freaking other notebook and just be like half the time I'm reading, half the time I'm writing everything down. Read, write. Like there's no I would not I wouldn't continue to read stuff. Yeah, I just need a way to remember the things I've read without it like just getting flushed down the toilet of my forgotten subconscious like it has for years with me before I started putting some of these things in place. Or, I mean, what about the fact that my friends are constantly saying interesting things offhand? Maybe without even realizing oftentimes, I want to remember that crap. Last night, uh, I went out and was grabbing cocktails with my buddies Nate Babs, Dan Rodriguez, Andre Rodriguez, and Joel Bowers. And man, I'm sitting there and because I have some of these things, like I have ways, like I, t- t- I have ways of like writing some things down that friends say, like, man, some of the shit you're saying here is freaking brilliant. And then we make like fart jokes, or whatever like that. I, that's, uh, <laughs> it's intermixed. But man, even within that, even or even just the funny stuff, man, when you start doing this stuff, you realize the fascinating shit your friends say on a regular basis. Or how about this? I am constantly listening to a ton of podcasts and audiobooks. Uh, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you're in the same boat. And I'm usually listening to them while I'm doing something else and I don't have a notepad with me. Maybe I'm washing dishes or driving or I'm out for a walk. I found a way that makes it super easy that I'm really pumped to share with you. And I swear by this method. Or how about this? I'm constantly having ideas pop into my head at super random times. Uh, I usually like I'm in the middle of something else. I need to have a fast and easy way to jot those down so I can remember them in the future and decide if they're good or not. Uh, I am on social media a lot. 
And I am constantly stumbling on quotes and writing ideas and poetry that other people are posting all the time. How do I capture this info that I'm scrolling through on social media so it just doesn't like go through my eyes and out the back of my head? Or maybe it's just simply the experiences I'm having on a daily basis, whether I'm traveling or it's just my day-to-day life here in town. This shit isn't slowing down right? Like that's one of the cores of all of this. It's a one track. We're going one direction and it's freaking speeding up. And I, re- I want to remember as much of this time as possible. So over the past five years of doing this podcast, I picked up and experimented with different ways of approaching these situations. I want to share it with you, not just what I've found that works the best for me right now, but I want to share it with you, these ideas and the approach behind it so that you can figure out what works best for you and your specific needs and your specific scenarios. Because like I said, no two of our journeys are alike and there's no way in hell that everything that works for me is going to work for you. But I guarantee you're going to find stuff in here that's useful for your day-to-day life. And here's the deal. I know that this sounds like overload as if you're going to like, if I'm you and I'm in your situation, I'm thinking, holy crap. Okay. Like I'm going to need like 20 books. I'm going to have to go out and get like nine notebooks and fill a whole freaking backpack that's with me all the time. No, no. Like I said, this needs to be easy and tangible so that no matter where I'm at in the world, I have these things with me at all times and it has to be quick. It's got to be fast or else I'm not going to do it. So Literally, the most I have on me at all times is, excuse me, the most I have on me at all times. I um, always have my my iPhone with me, so I use that. That's uh, the majority of this is an ease is by using different techniques with my phone and a couple different apps. Uh, I usually, if I'm in town, or no, if I'm not in town, but if I'm in the states and I'm not traveling abroad. I usually have my wallet with me and I have a notebook sized wallet that I have a specific small moleskin notebooks that I use for a really specific way. And then I also have a journal that I call my daily log and then a pen to write in. And that's it. If this sounds nerdy, oh, you have no idea. I'm so pumped. We're going to get super nerdy with all this uh, in the best way possible. So here's the deal. Here's what I want to do. Instead of releasing one big sprawling episode covering all of it, I'm going to release individual daily Guinness episodes. Um, I might even sit down with some of my friends to talk about some of these things, like pick out some friends that are really good at some of them. The real reason I'm doing this and the reason why this whole podcast format is really fun for me is because uh, I'm going to give each one of these episodes... Uh, committing to touching on a specific need or tactic so you can go through and pick and choose what you're curious about and what pertains to you in your life right now. But first, this episode, I felt appropriate to start at the very beginning where all this started for me and why I began to give a damn about any of this in the first place. One of the first conversations I had on this podcast changed my life. It was a conversation with an international Lego building champion and public speaker, Alex Grumman. We got together over coffee in Northeast Minneapolis and at some point in the conversation, he mentioned this fact that he gets asked all the time that like, why do you have so many hilarious like stories that you tell on stage. And I mean, it's true. Like if you ever hear him talk on stage, it really feels like he has led the most interesting and hilarious life and like hilarious shit must happen to him way more than anybody else. But he says it's not the fact. Uh, He doesn't feel like he's necessarily smarter or funnier than anybody else, but mainly it's because he's simply paying attention and writing it down. 
So my friends, yeah, let's start at the very beginning. Oh, by, by the way, side notes for this. This was recorded right when I was starting out this whole recording conversations with people. And it's so cringy for me to go back to it because like I didn't have this confidence and awareness to, uh, at the time to uh, like embrace my unknownness and, and just curiosity for what other people know. Like I, I find my, I listen back on this. I find myself like trying to position myself as the expert on all this. Oh yeah. It's so obvious. We need to be writing down all these ideas. Oh yeah, totally. We people. And I'm like chipping, I'm joining in like, oh yeah, people really should. But the truth of the matter is, I wasn't doing any of this shit at this point. In the back of my mind, listening back uh, to this when I first posted it, I'm like, oh, this is actually a brilliant idea. I'm going to start putting this into practice. And I am not kidding when I say it changed my life. Yeah, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you right now. And there's no way I would be able to do any of these daily Guinness episodes if it wasn't for this conversation that you're about to listen to. All right, friends. As always, stay curious, and I really hope you stick along for this because this is going to be a blast of the next couple weeks. Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start when you read. Oh my gosh, you are absolutely right. I guarantee you there are people who have hundreds of better ideas than I do, but they just forget them. They, they don't put them somewhere. Oh, you know, this happens every, going back to the public speaking thing, often a student or somebody who's not in, in my role will say, well, you seem to have story for everything. And they'll say that, and, I, and I'm always like, oh, you know why? Because I have a list where I have written down everything interesting that's yes. ever happened to me, and I update it every year. And I look through it and say, when's the last time I told this story? Which ones work really well? Which ones, every single, so I mean, literally on my computer have this, it's called the best stuff list, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's and it's, so not, it's not best stuff like good things that yeah. have happened, it's mostly horrible oh, yeah. things that have happened. <laughs> but things where I, I walk through life and I say, or my kids even know this, so they'll say something funny, and they'll say, dad, put that on your list. And sometimes I'm like, nope, just because you said yeah. that, I'm not putting it on there. <laughs> yeah. But Are you fake type? Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> dad, your screen's black. But other oh, times, I, we do. I mean, we, we have this like family tradition now where it's like maybe once a month or so, they'll say, dad, read us the list, read us the list. And I'll get it out and I'll just tell them what's, what in the past month has been mm -hmm. added to the list. And it's it's stuff, I mean, again, I'm a, I'm a dad of little kids, so it's like how they handled their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or funny so, stuff they yes. said that they didn't know what to do that about. That you forget. Yes, exactly. And so... So I write those things down. I mean, yes. I literally, now the easiest system for me has actually been on my iPhone. It's with yes. me all the time. But it's kind of like I hear people who are uh, logging their food mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, they can do it for three days and then they give it up. But you have to do it for five days, six days. I mean, you have to do it for yeah. two weeks where yeah. you're in your mind saying, that was a good idea. I should put that on my good idea list. Or, man, I just said, that was a great bit. This is something that comes up all the time for me. Like, I'm in the lunchroom with other yes. staff and I'm saying something, I'm on a roll. Yeah. And I'm like, this is killing. Yeah. And then I don't just say, what a great lunch. I go back and I say, like, what was that thing I was saying about t-shirts that was so good? That you it's sustainable just to yes, jot it down. That's right, easy. that's right. And okay. then if nothing else... Every couple months, you'll have a list that you will think is hilarious. Yes. You know what I mean? And even if you never do post it on the internet or yeah. do anything, you'll say, I'm an interesting person. Yes. <laughs> I'm funny. No, wait, let me just make a big caveat because I thought of this while you were asking your yeah. question. I believe that there are people out there who are not dreamers, and that's okay. I have mm. a friend, very good friend, who every once in a while I will say, I am thinking about this really interesting thing. And she will say to me, That's not interesting. <laughs> 
And I was like, what? This is like this blowing is... my mind. And she'll say, yeah. oh, I, I just don't care about that. Yeah. And it, it drives me bananas. But what I've learned from her and others mm-hmm. is that's okay. You don't that's have totally to. Cool. If you are a person who's like, I don't have any good ideas, first try the list thing. Yes. But then it's okay if you're not constantly thinking of different art that you can do yes. from Star Wars serial. That's yeah. fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so so anyway, maybe that's a little thing, especially for yeah. your audience. My that. guess is that I there are that. people who most likely yes. are dreamers. Mm-hmm. But don't you don't have to fake that you are creative. It's okay to not be that type of creative. There's probably different ways that there's... Anyway, so just, just to say, for that friend of mine, that she doesn't have to feel embarrassed that she doesn't yeah. care about stuff. And most people, <laughs> like I feel like, are... They, do, they feel like they're, well, I'm obviously not a dreamer yeah. or, or creative. That's, I found that's because they think, well, I don't have any of those really great ideas. Oh, interesting, sure. But the problem is, people don't know that the goal is not to come up with a great idea and then write that down. Right. Tell You're me if I'm wrong. The goal right. is to like yes. the goal is to write down as many bad ideas yes. as possible and don't filter yourself mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. list. And then select a time maybe once a month. I don't we'll get into yeah. when you do it, but yeah. like sit down and then filter it. Right. And then all of a sudden, maybe out of the hundred or twenty, so one exactly will come out. Right. I mean, the the key is the couple keys are quantity. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have just like, oh, that's an interesting idea that I have an interesting title for. I'll write that down. Yes. And then it has to be uh, available to you. You cannot say, oh, I'm going to put that later in my diary or whatever when I get home. No, you have to have it right there because it's when I'm, I mean, 90% of my ideas come when I'm taking a dump. I mean, that sounds (laughs) so stupid, but it's like, and then I'm writing things down just on my phone where if I had like some sort of like dreamer's journal, I mean, I hear people, especially like they have to have a nice pen or screw that. You just got to write it down. I mean, just write the thing down. And then it's, it's, there's no categories for me. It's like, oh, this is a website or a movie idea or okay, a funny no joke. categories. I, it's I would one say list. don't do that in the moment. You just write stuff down. Now it's yes. obvious if it's like a bit yeah. or if it's like a product idea. I write those on different lists, but don't start there. Just start writing interesting thoughts. Yeah. So I mean, and then That's you will, so good. your brain will enjoy it. If you're this kind of person, this this will not be a task. This will be like, oh man, this is really fun for yes. me to write down. If no one else ever sees this. I don't care because this is just fun for me to write down. Idea after idea after idea. Another thing you'll face is that as you start doing that, you'll realize half of your ideas have already been done or other people, and there's so many people in the world who are creative that you will be upset that you didn't market it fast enough. You know what I mean? Um, And then, so it it will whittle itself down Mm -hmm. that as you look at it once, I I, I don't know, to be honest, it's not like a... The once a year going through my stories is a very specific process. Because I'm a public speaker, I want to keep those things up. Everything else is when I feel that itch of, man, I'm not working on a project. Mm -hmm. Then I'll go back to my list and say, what is it? Is it the the foot pedal that opens public toilets so you don't have to touch the thing? Is it, what's the next thing on my list that I should figure out what to do? And so it's, I think people who are like this know that itch. And maybe some of them have been living in it for 20 years yeah. because they don't have a list yes. and they've never done anything. And it's time to stop doing that and yes. to make a list and do one of them. Because the other yes. thing is, and you mentioned, so the, so the list will vet itself. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll narrow it down to like, man, a hundred of these ideas are so stupid. One of them is good. Yeah. The other thing is your failure will also limit it where you will try uh. something and say, I do not know that my brain could ever wrap around. I mean, I, I was saying I know H, I, I can code in HTML not well. Yeah. I definitely know my limits where I'm like, I could never do what modern web designers are doing. I could do stuff 10 years ago. Yeah. I can't do it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can dabble, but I can't. Yeah. But I, I just need to know 
I will never make that. So I have, an, I have, I have this idea where it's like you can, for $1, you buy a color, and it's your color. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like there, there's a trillion colors on a color wheel. You know what I mean? Yes. And now you would own it. Or maybe you, for a dollar, you could give a gift to your wife of here's your color. Here's the code. Your color is slightly I bluish I think that's greenish. the coolest you know I mean? thing and then ever. On this registry, you're the only human that can ever have that. You can gift it to a friend, and they, I'll give them a certificate or whatever. And then everyone will just get Now, I don't know how to do that. You know what I mean? And that's a freebie that if anyone wants to do this and send me an email saying, I did it and I'm making $8 a month, which is probably what you'll yes. make off of it, that would be wonderful. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I know my limitations. I know in the world of what my ideas are, I will never get to that one. You know what I mean? Okay, I will so maybe I will keep it. So yes, in. you can keep it if in. If you hear this idea and you want to get on board with that. <laughs> in fact, that would honor me because another thing that we don't do very well is share in a public place yes. the idea. So that's that goes back to like, Every, when I when I stand in front of this, the, the place I do have, which is a public forum of a church where I can do a bit, yeah. I can say, that went pretty well. Yeah. And, or I can say, that one didn't go well. So we, we have this thing in our, in our group of friends, my group of friends called Folklore. Yeah. We call it Folklore. Okay. But basically the idea is any story I tell is also your story. I don't care. Just tell it as your story. <laughs> really? <laughs> if and you hear me tell a story, it's now your story. That's folklore. This happened to me. This, Yes. And so you don't have to say, oh, my friend Alex said this. You just tell the story. Now, I don't use that at church because I feel like it would be <laughs> not lack of integrity. Yeah. But I, I would life. be, if I ever hear I you tell a that. story where you're like, hey, I did this. I'm like, great. That was my story. Now it's his story. <laughs> because what am I going to do? Die and care about my stories? No, nobody cares. So... Take we, we actually, this has gotten so strong in my group of friends yeah. that we'll tell a story like, oh, remember when we were at that, that, that friend's house and we woke up after a sleep and we woke up and his dad was just sitting there yeah. and we legitimately can't remember who story was sitting there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who was waking up? I felt like I was, yeah. but they felt like they were because we have told that folklore story so much. I think it's the same thing with ideas. I think yes, so I don't, I, I'm holding back four other ideas that I think would be good intellectual property yeah. things, but... Not all of them. Yeah. I need to know I will never get to a certain screenplay or I will never get to... And then why would I not put that in a place or talk about it with a buddy yes. who might be able to... I might be inspired to take that yes. someplace else. Yeah. And the only thing that holds it is, I don't know, fear, embarrassment, or ego. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. my oh. idea. And then ideas have no value except to be an mm-hmm. idea that moves something forward or even is an interesting conversation. Even to throw it out and have someone be like, ha-ha. That's a good one. Yeah. It's like value. That's yeah. value that wasn't there for when it was sitting on my <laughs> yeah, iPhone totally. and I wasn't even sure about it. You know what I mean? So I will literally, in a, if stuff's going bad at a Thanksgiving dinner, I'll pull out my phone yeah. and say like, what do you guys think of these ideas? And people think it's interesting. People yeah. think it's funny. Now, that, that to me, someone thinking, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting or that's funny. That to me has a significance in it inherently. Yeah. And so I think if, when people are making these lists, they need to understand the value. They are not going to be a YouTube sensation because of these I, this list that they're making. Yeah. They are going to be a better human who's expressing themselves mm. creatively or artistically or just in, in their minds are opening themselves up to the, the human experience. And so, again, you have to ask yourself, what are you really after? Because I would tell you if you want to be a YouTube sensation, you're, you're chasing something that's not really a value. Where I would say, if you've got five really interesting ideas yeah. that can have a conversation about it, oh. that to me is like way, way, way better. Because yeah. you can plop anywhere and have that conversation where you can't plop anywhere and be a YouTube sensation. <laughs> totally. Are you, 
do you want to have a good life or a famous yeah, life? Like, right. What are you like right. striving And after? what do you want to teach your kids? I mean, I, I know that's big for me now because I have these little yeah. people around my house who are watching me. They're going to hate me later, but right now they really like me and I need to take that seriously. You know what I mean? And I want to say, hey, you are not that great of a soccer player, but you are so snappy. You know I mean, like, it, like, so for instance, my kid, he's 11 years old, has a first cell phone mm-hmm. and he, he is a normal kid. He's, I mean, yeah. he's, he's literally like me when I was a little yeah. kid, which is like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, yeah. I, he showed me a text string he was having with his buddy, uh, his buddy Aiden. And my kid, Martin, his voice on texting to this kid was so good. I mean, it was like positive and interesting and funny. And he kind of had this like uh, kind of zany comedy going on in his text voice and I sat him down and I was like I am so proud (laughs) of this element of you that you have captured the things our family values in the way you're talking to your friends now two years from now he might be addicted to porn and drugs and we'll have to deal with teenager (laughs) issues but right now as an 11 year old I want to say this thing is the thing that we are proud of now I know you'll have dreams that aren't going to work out but it is a worthwhile thing for you to have a texting voice that people want to text you because we need that. Students, teenagers need a friend that's like going to be a positive texter with them and not overly emojied, not overly flippant, but just Mm -hmm. like he'll say things to his friends like, that is so funny. You're a funny person. And I'm like, everyone needs to hear their funny person. (laughs) So so I know that's a, a small example, but Dang, that that to me is that's what I can pass down. Not my success, not yeah. my. It's like you tried this and yeah. this part stuck, and that's who yeah. you can be. So, I, I, man, I really sound like a self-help guru now that I'm saying no, these things it out is loud. So but good. We're all trying to help ourselves, and I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, let's. I love where this went. All right. This is like I, I feel like everything you're saying is like. I hate saying life-changing, but like this is a game changer. Could change someone's life. Well, a trajectory of like what they focus dude, on. Dude, let me just say, you are like perfect for this role of podcast host ah, because man. you're saying like, whoa, yeah, yeah. For like, I mean, this is a gift you have of saying, well, I mean, whoa, yeah. <laughs> so keep that up, man, because this is super, super, <laughs> super encouraging as a human. Uh, can you speak a little closer <laughs> to the mic when you say that? Uh, okay, let's let's end it with this. Okay. Um, I want a tangible thing for me to try to do or anybody listening. Okay. So this tangible th- uh, takeaway um, is this. From what you're saying, it seems like um, where people get hung up is the not logging their ideas mm-hmm. is one, mm-hmm. not writing them down. And two is editing your ideas before you write them down. So saying like, yeah. oh, that's oh, not yeah, something yeah. I could do. Oh, that's, sure. oh that's they a bad don't idea. Put everything on Good, there. bad, yes, absolutely. can you do it? Does not matter. Yep. If it comes to your mind, you write it down. Write it down. And then the third one, oh man, I had the third one. What was it? The third one is, I think what you were kind of saying translated to me is overthinking how you write it down or, or thinking you have to write a ton down. Right. Maybe it seems like maybe five words or three yes, words. Exactly. When you read those three words, you'll get right back to that okay. mental place a, where you were. A great example is one that I always think of is once I wrote down in my story log, I wrote nose hair in my eye. Yeah. That's the whole thing I wrote down. <laughs> now, I can tell you that I don't even remember what that story is. Yeah. I wish I, sometimes it's like, oh, that one time with the hot dog. And I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, totally, nose hair yeah. in my eye, I don't remember. <laughs> but 
it has value. I mean, look at this. Even in this it's moment, so I'm like, no tear in my eye like, is worth yeah, it as that a is story. Gold. And so it, it's the modern haiku. It's like, yeah. what is the, the, the distillation in a format yes. that's simple and easy of what am I going to say out there? Yes. And so that's actually one of those things. I From my list, even the duds, even the things that I'll never say in public are like, well, I can also read them in a list. Yeah. And reading them in a list is... It brings brings value and it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah. I mean, I think if you're if you're gonna take anything away, it's that the the putting these things into a form that you're gonna keep and you're gonna look Mm. at for years will make you realize how interesting of a person you are. And so, going back to the public speaking thing, I have so many people on the cusp of being public speakers that say nothing ever happens to me, and that is just a lie. That's just false stuff. Nothing happens to me either. And I have lists and pages of stories that I tell because the only difference is I'm writing them down and remembering them and then learning the craft Mm -hmm. of storytelling. I mean, of like, boy, when I said it in this format didn't work, I'm going to use that same content. I'm going to put the punchline in a different place. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure I don't spoil it at a certain point. And then suddenly you're telling that thing that you thought was just a normal part of your life. And people are laughing and are happy and are moved. And so it it begins with that that list. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then you will mourn some of the things you never get to. You'll hand off some of the things to other people. And you'll get six of them done <laughs> in yes. your life. And that has been the key to me. That I can <sighs> I can have these things that I say, I don't even, they're of no value to anyone, maybe. But you know yeah. what? I, I have done something that is worthwhile for what I want to be as a human being. Yeah. And so, and it oh. starts with those lists, man. Oh. It starts and with it's those one lists. list. It's, I mean, literally, have- I don't know what other people are doing with notes app yeah. on their iPhones, but yeah. that's what my notes app is. It's like one says stories and one says bits okay. and one says ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I, for me, those are the three categories of just like Keep stories. Simple, yeah. I bits mean, and ideas. Where I wouldn't even start with that. I would just say, Put down thoughts you have. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a product idea. Maybe it's a... Just have um, one... Because that's where I get hung up. I get hung up on the organizational side. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to have... It turns out I need 20 and I need three sublists for each category. Even I have dreams of like, maybe someday I'll put them in chronological order and it'll be this web web interface where like it's like a timeline for me that pops up all these folklore things I was talking about before. And the reality is I'm never going to get to that. I might as well just put it in stories when it's a story. And so if you're really an organized person, start with categories like that, like stories or ideas but don't 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 let those barriers of over systematizing it keep you from beginning to realize on a file that you are an interesting person um the the story of what the themes that come out of that will flow way later um now is just the time to stop forgetting everything yes (laughs) um that I, i i honestly think i mean maybe this is just egotistical of me but i think Everyone should be able to, including me, should be able to publish a biography by accident, an autobiography by accident. Does that make sense? Like, if I die, I want someone to find this file and say, Mm. this is worth publishing because these eight stories are interesting. You know what I mean? And just as like a memoir, and you know what? I did nothing in my life. I just was lived a normal suburban guy's life. But I remember those six encounters that I had that were really funny and interesting that... So maybe that maybe that's what we should call my autobiography, like uh, accidental autobiography, where it's just like stuff is just happening. So just write it down, 
remember Dude, it. Dude, that would be so good. I would read that. I think everybody has it in them. Um, so, because it goes with anything. Run. Whether you're, uh, uh, if you're a musician and that song ideas, uh, mm-hmm. or anything, or you're just someone working like at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Like you, by doing that, you'll like realize. If nothing else, it yeah. just adds value. Looking back oh, over. And I thought of one more thing. Yeah, give it to me. It makes people feel so valuable when I pull out my phone because we were having a good interaction. And they're like, you're writing it down, aren't you? And I'm like, yep, this is going on the list. Now, you can't use that against them. Like, if it's a boring conversation, you're like, and try man, like, man, this didn't make it right. You yeah, can't manipulate yeah. people. But they, I mean, I'm at a lunch, again, lunch yeah. with the staff. Yeah. We're laughing our heads off. And I'm like, this is a great bit. I'm pulling out my phone. And they say, I was like, yeah, that goes on the list, on the list. <laughs> and that's what I want. I want it to not just be for me. I want yeah. people to feel like, Hey, someone is remembering yeah. an interesting, fun time we had together. Yeah. That that means a lot to people because uh, some people just thought it was lunch. Yeah. They don't. They're gonna forget the lunch. Yeah. I, my list is Nothing not is gonna just forget. Anything. No, there's not just stuff. And I mean, maybe if you're really, really serious about living life, you mm-hmm. keep a list of like darkness. I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe if you've got like an instant lesson that comes out of it, but yeah. start with the ideas. Start with the the fun and the funniness that happens. That that really is life giving to me. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations recorded all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake, and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge, so that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.